Lecture topic: Preserving the sanctity of the Sahaba. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, he wakafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadi hiladi nasa. Amma baadu fa'udu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ النَّاسُ قَالُوا أَنُؤْمِنُ كَمَا آمَنَ السُّفَهَاءُ أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ السُّفَهَاءُ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله اختارني واختار بي أصحابي أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسُسُبِّكَتْ أَلْمَاءِ كَرَامَةِ الْبَزْنَالِزِ from the time the deen was passed on to insan through the first نبي of الله تبارك وتعالى سيدنا آدم عليه السلام From that time was the constant battle that Shaitan tried to deviate people. So this is an ongoing thing, and Shaitan's effort hasn't stopped. He carry on to Qiyamah. But this is our challenge: that to defeat Shaitan and Nafs and not fall into their traps. The most dangerous attacks of nafs and shaitan on the iman of the person. Sometimes the attack is to try and put a person into some sin, some disobedience. That too is a very serious matter. But even worse than that, and most dangerous is when the attack is on the very iman of a person. If the iman is affected, and Allah forbid, if the iman is lost. A person may outwardly be still doing many good actions, but those good actions are of no benefit if it is not on the foundation of iman. The iman is the most essential thing, and if the iman of a person is gone, then that's everything gone. So, among the attacks on iman. Because sometimes a person wants to try and do something, and Shaitan uses the same strategy. Person wants to get or harm somebody in some way, so he doesn't get directly to the end point first. Starts off somewhere else subtly, but that what he starts off with sounds sometimes not so serious. It eventually collapses the whole building. So among the attacks that Shaitan makes on Iman itself is the attack on the Sahaba Ikram. So the target is how to rob a person of his Iman, but starts off sometimes where the personalities of Deen are attacked, and the greatest personalities of Deen are the very Sahaba Ikram, the companions of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Islam himself says, "Inna Allah ikhtarani wa ikhtarali ashabi." Allah Taala chose me, selected me to be the greatest of all the ambiya 
all the messengers of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, the greatest of all the makhluk of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Ba'd az khuda buzruk tu'i qissa mukhtasar. After Allah ta'ala, the rank is that of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nobody can come anywhere close to that rank. So Allah Ta'ala selected Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Nabi Islam says that Allah Ta'ala selected my companions for me. When we are given a choice, if a person is given a choice for something and there's hundred choices to take from, something is very very trivial, minor, something is good, something is very much better, something is of a very high value and now he's told to choose what you want to take, which person in his right mind is going to choose something of very inferior quality. Or let alone inferior quality, choose something that is just good only. Or forget just good something, now he's told to take one or two. He's going to leave all the good ones also, he's going to take the best of the lot. Even insan in his limited understanding, feeble intellect, he himself also, if he has a choice, that he has to take, select a few, he selects the best. Allah Ta'ala who is Ahkamul Hakimin, Allah Ta'ala who is the creator of insan and the creator of the universe, Allah Ta'ala is the creator of everyone, and Allah Ta'ala is making the selection, what can be said about that selection? That selection will be the best of the best. Allah Ta'ala selected the Sahaba Ikram for the companionship of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Allah Ta'ala endorsed their maqam and position in the Qur'an Sharif. Not in one place, in many ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala endorsed the very great position that the Sahaba Ikram holds. In one ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala describes their position in these words, Muhammadur Rasulullah walladheena ma'ahu Allah Ta'ala starts off by saying that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the messenger of Allah Ta'ala. So this is the starting point. He has the greatest position. He has been specially selected by Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ What about those who are with him? Allah is describing in the Quran Sharif those who are his companions. وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ What are some of their salient qualities? What is special about this Sahaba Ikram? That Allah Ta'ala Himself is highlighting this in the Quran Sharif. وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ أَشِدَّاءُ عَلَى الْكُفَّارِ رُحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ Allah Ta'ala says they are very firm against the disbelievers. Firm that they will not compromise their principles and their deen for anybody else. Yes, they are very compassionate on everyone. They will help anybody. But in terms of their deen, in terms of their principles, they won't compromise it for anybody. One Sahabi is in the court of the Roman court, or Persian court, and while he's eating something, one morsel falls out of his hand, and he's about to pick it up to clean it and eat it, because that is the teaching of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So somebody says to him, but no, no, hold on. This is not the way these people, they etiquette, and they're not happy about somebody doing this. So he says, "Mother, I follow these fools and leave the way of my beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
not prepared to compromise their way of life, their principles which they got from none other than Rasulullah for anybody or anything. They were very firm on their deen. And that firmness on their deen is what Allah Ta'ala is describing. That they were ashiddaw ala al-kuffari ruhama'u baynahum. That they were firm against the disbelievers. This was one dimension of their firmness. You know, very many dimensions this was in place. And together with that Allah says, ruhama'u baynahum. A very, very salient feature of the Sahaba Ikram. They were very compassionate among themselves. They would give their lives for one another. Sahabi is on the battlefield, extremely thirsty, very severely injured. And somebody offers him some water at that time, and he hears somebody else making some sound, as if he is in need of the water, he says, please give it to him. And he reaches that person, the person hears somebody next to him, says, give it to him. By the time he goes there, that person passed away. Comes to the second person, he passed away. Comes to the first person, he's also passed away. Wahama ubainahum. This is just one incident out of thousands and many, many thousands of what compassion they had, how deep, despite sometimes severe differences on some academic points, but their hearts were united as anything. And there was still one, regardless of any difference that might have occurred on some academic matter. So, Ruhama Ubainam, very compassionate among themselves. Allah speaks about this Sahaba Ikram. Can we imagine, one is, some human being is praising another human being. So sometimes you might say, okay, maybe this person is overdoing it. He is probably exaggerating. But when the creator of the human being is praising a human being, when Allah who is the knower of the unseen, Alimul Ghaybi wa Shahada, when Allah is praising some personalities of this Ummah, what can be said about them? Allah Ta'ala says, Tarahum rukka'an sujjada yaptawuna fadlam min Allahi wa ridwana You'll see them in that position of sajda, in ruku and sajda, and seeking Allah Ta'ala's pleasure, seeking Allah Ta'ala's grace and His pleasure. Yaptawuna fadlam min Allahi wa ridwana simahum fi wujuhihim min athari sujood A very distinguishing feature in them is the effect of the sajda on their faces, that effulgence and noor, and that brightness of that sajda and that salah that shines out of them. Allah Ta'ala says, this is their example. Already long before they came on earth, Allah Ta'ala gave this description about these will be the companions of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala mentioned it in the Torah already. Allah Ta'ala says even in the Injil, we had already given a description of the Sahaba to come. That in the Injil, Allah Ta'ala says, we mentioned, Like some plant, it gives off its shoot first, then it becomes strong, then it comes very thick and strong and stands erect on its stem, like a strong tree. Now this whole lush garden, Allah Ta'ala says the Sahaba started off, will start off few in number and then they will grow and they'll become this lush garden. يُعْجِبُ الزُّرَّاعَ 
when this field of, when this crop really comes up to its height, to its peak, the farmer, when he's seeing it, his heart just fills with joy. But the enemy of the farmer, he's burning with jealousy. Allah Ta'ala says that when the Sahaba are now in this condition, يُعْجِبُ الزُّرَّعَ And Nabi Islam himself, and all those who love the Sahaba, they would be thrilled. But لِيَغِيزَ بِهِمُ الْكُفَّارِ But the disbelievers are very enraged over this. That's why these people became like this. Imam Malik, he says if somebody hates the Sahaba Ikram, this ayat is proof that this person has lost his iman. Because Allah Ta'ala says, لِيَغِيزَ بِهِمُ الْكُفَّارِ Disbelievers will hate them. And Allah Ta'ala is saying He's pleased with them. لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ يُبَايِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ فَعَلِمَ مَا فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ فَأَنزَلَ السَّكِينَةَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَأَثَابَهُمْ فَتْحًا قَرِيبًا Allah Ta'ala says, when they were taking bay'at on your hands under the tree, O Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, at the time of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, Allah says, Allah was pleased with all of them. لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ يُبَايِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ Entire band of Sahaba that were present, more than 1,500 of them that were there at that time. Allah says, I'm announcing my pleasure specifically for all of them. And Allah says, I'm pleased with them. You get some people with that hatred of Sahaba in their hearts. See, that was at that point in time. What happened later? Na'udhu it is as if to say, Allah Ta'ala didn't know what will happen later. Like sometimes a person gives an endorsement about somebody. Now someone wants to now propose somewhere, so he gave an endorsement. Now I know this person very well. Then it turned out to be something else. Say, what happened? You gave a very good endorsement. He said, well, when I knew him, he was like that. Maybe after that something changed. So this can happen to insan. But Allah Ta'ala knows what will happen till Qiyamah and after as well, till eternity. And Allah is saying, لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهِ Meaning Allah will forever be happy with them. There will never be a time when Allah will be displeased with them. Now this is just one small glimpse about what is in this one ayat of the Quran Sharif. In another ayat Allah Ta'ala says, Allah made their, their iman the standard. وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ النَّاسِ and the disbelievers are told, you bring iman like the Sahaba brought iman. Their iman is the standard. That's the standard. So now in their enmity, they said, Anu'minu kama amana What we must bring faith like how these fools brought faith? Allah Ta'ala replied, they called the Sahaba fools, Allah Ta'ala called them fools. أَنُؤْمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ السُّفَحَا أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ السُّفَحَا وَلَا كِلَّا يَعْلَمُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, these people who are calling my Sahaba, the Sahaba of my Nabi Salaam fools, they themselves are the fools. Now till Qiyamah that will be the same, that those who will have this negativity in their hearts regarding the Sahaba Ikram, they fall into the same category. In one Hazrat Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala a very very great personality, very great sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa He describes the sahaba ikram and gives us a direction. And he says, Man kana mustannan fal yastanna biman qadmaat. If anybody wants to follow someone, follow a path, 
that he should follow the path of those who have already passed on, referring to the Sahaba Ikram. Ashabu Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who are they? The companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kanu afdala hadihil ummah. Who are these people? They were the most virtuous of this ummah. The greatest of the ummah. All the awliya of the entire time from after the sahaba till qiyamah. All the awliya ikiram put together can't reach the rank of one sahabi. That is the rank and position Allah has placed them with. So he says they were the most virtuous of the ummah. Abarraha quluban. They had the most righteous of hearts. Wa'amakaha ilman. Their knowledge was the deepest. They were the most knowledgeable. Nobody after them can compare to their knowledge. Wa'akallaha takallufan. They had the least formalities. Because of their sincerity and their focus towards akhirat, they were not caught up in dunya and all the formalities of dunya, very, very down to earth, very simple in their ways, no airs about themselves, but they were giants. If there was a situation, a sahabi would walk bare feet and worry nothing about it. Wouldn't give it a second thought that now I'm walking bare feet now. Anything that might have been a so-called menial task, and if he had to do it, he did it without any issue. And then he goes on further to say, Allah Ta'ala chose them. Allah Ta'ala selected them. اِخْتَارَهُمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ لِسُحْبَةِ نَبِيِّهِ وَلِإِقَامَةِ دِينِهِ Allah Ta'ala selected them for the companionship of Rasulullah Wasallam and for establishing the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Now this is, this is that those who are trying to harm deen, those who want to destroy deen, so now, if a person comes out blatantly and he speaks against deen itself, so everybody will immediately pick up what is this person's agenda, that this person is a severe enemy of Islam and the Muslims, because this is how he's coming out blatantly. So the most subtle approach, say, no, no, nothing, deen is fine. But now, there's a problem with some sahaba. So now first it starts off with some sahaba to take the confidence away from the sahaba. And then the person now loses confidence in the sahaba, the example of this is now he's trying to take out the first floor of a skyscraper. The foundation Rasulullah laid and the first floor, the ground floor, the ground floor where the sahaba ikram. And then the skyscraper of the 14th centuries of this Ummah. So now somebody says, no, no, we'll keep all this in place, this 14th centuries, just this 14 stories and skyscraper, but he's going to take the ground floor out only. So when the ground floor comes out, what's going to remain? They demolish the ground floor, but leave everything else. He's going to remain standing in the air. Nothing of our deen has reached us without coming through the Sahaba Ikram. They were the ones who received the Qur'an Sharif from Rasulullah sallam. When Wahi would be revealed, Rasulullah would call the Sahaba who were described and make them write it down. 
and he would recite it to the Sahaba Ikram in general, and he would recite it in his Salah, and he would teach it to the Sahaba Ikram, and they passed the Quran Sharif to us. Take the Sahaba Ikram out of the equation, no Quran Sharif will remain. They learned Salah from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Islam said to them, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. O Sahaba, you perform Salah as you see me perform Salah. They observed, they learned, they asked, they preserved, and then they passed it on. Take the Sahaba Ikram out of the equation, you won't have any Salah left. You won't have Quran Sharif left, you won't have Salah left, you won't have fasting left. You won't be able to know one line of deen. Because everything came through their agency. And Allah selected them for this. So this is the target. That now how to try and destroy deen? Take out the confidence from the Sahaba Ikram. If the confidence of the Sahaba are gone, then nothing remains. Therefore Rasulullah Sallallahu up front already. He said, Allah, Allah, fi ashabi. Every Jumu'ah in the khutbah we hear this. It's a very, very deep message. And therefore this was included in the khutbah. Allah, Allah, asti ashabi. Nabi Sallallahu said, fear Allah. Fear Allah regarding my Sahaba. La tattakhiduhum gharadam ba'di. Don't make them a target of your abuse after me. Man ahabbahum, fabi hubbi ahabbahum. Anyone who loves the Sahaba, they love the Sahaba due to their love for me. وَمَنْ أَبْغَدَهُمْ فَبِبُغْدِي أَبْغَدَهُمْ And anybody hates the Sahaba, then it can only be due to their hatred, na'udhu billah, for Rasulullah Because, yes, Sahaba, Sahaba of who? Sahaba of none other than Rasulullah And if somebody is hating them, he's got a problem, na'udhu billah, with Rasulullah Where can his iman remain then? So as we started off right at the beginning, that these are the very big attacks of shaitan on iman itself. And in this time and age, among all the many fitnas that are surrounding us, this is also a very, very severe fitna, where this attack on iman is happening in so many different fronts. And as mentioned, this is the most dangerous thing, where a person's iman is affected. Because if that iman gets lost, there's nothing left. We have to become conscious of this. We have to learn what is the reality of the Sahaba Ikram, who these personalities were, what position Allah Ta'ala blessed them with, and how did Rasulullah Sallallahu praise them. Nabi Sallallahu himself said, La tasubbu ashabi, don't ever revile, speak ill of my Sahaba Ikram. Yet you'll find in this time and age, many a person who will have a Muslim name, who will be claiming to be Muslim, and he'll be talking all kinds of evil about the Sahaba Ikram, na'uzubillah based on all distorted, fabricated, historical records of Allah knows best who. Whereas the Qur'an Sharif is praising them, and some fabricated historical records are saying something, can that ever have any weight? So like we should be conscious about all the other things, this is also an extremely important aspect, that we don't get carried away by what somebody might be just saying, and because it's been said in a very flowery way, very, very uh, captivating way. But what's the reality? The reality is in the Qur'an Sharif. The reality is in the Hadith Sharif of Rasulullah Wasallam. That is where our deen comes from. Not from anybody else's records here and there and everywhere. Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast on Iman. Allah Ta'ala protect our Iman. 
we have to conscientize our children, our families about all these aspects of deen and stay steadfast on this deen and iman. This is our ticket to Jannah. Without this iman, there's no Jannah. Allah Ta'ala take us directly to Jannah with perfect iman.